You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. In response to anti-Semitism and other hate crimes, Governor Kathy Hochul announced the creation of a statewide hate and bias prevention unit back in December. Now, more than seven months later, the governor's office tells WXXI that 10 regional councils that will be part of this effort recently met for the first time or will meet soon. Each council is expected to organize education and prevention efforts, conduct conflict resolution training, and develop a rapid response team to respond to incidents of hate or bias. Lieutenant Governor Anthony Delgado tells Public Radio's Capitol Press Room that it will be up to each individual council to decide how they will objectively measure success. For example, one could say that just having a series of events over the course of a set period of time designed to foster dialogue and communication within the community is a success. And from there, you build upon that success. Delgado says in some instances, success might appear to be counterintuitive if, for instance, there is an uptick in the reporting of hate crimes. He says this could show that victims feel more empowered to come forward. A new state audit says parks across New York need improvements to remove barriers for people with disabilities. WXXI's Randy Gorbin has that story. New York's Comptroller Tom DiNapoli says that parks across the state generally meet minimum standards under the Americans with Disabilities Act, but could be significantly improved in terms of accessibility. In a new audit released last Friday, DiNapoli said that some parks have inaccessible entrances and bathrooms, obstacles on trails and paths, and limited parking for people with disabilities. Forty parks were reviewed from 2018 through October of last year, and auditors found nearly two-thirds of them could be improved. Many had incorrect signage, uneven access routes, and few labeled parking spaces. DiNapoli says the State Parks Department has taken many steps to improve accessibility and agrees with his office's recommendations. Randy Gorpman, WXXI News. That story came from WXXI's Inclusion Desk, focusing on disability and inclusion. The fourth annual Black Culture Festival was held over the weekend at Parcel 5. The two-day event was created by brothers Will Powers and Mike Love to celebrate black culture, heritage, and success. Powers said they specifically wanted to bring more attention to the accomplishment of black entrepreneurs. The inspirations came from everything around us. We realized that a lot of black businesses weren't getting the shine they deserve. Um, There's a lot of things in the community, in the culture, as of art, music, that people take for granted. So we're like, you know what, it's time for us to actually shed light on it. And that was our inspiration. Both brothers are passionate about education and helping young people pursue higher education. They have offered scholarships to historically black colleges and universities. The town of Rush is home to a park that boasts 100 natural acres, acres which a group of nearby residents is determined to rewild or restore to their uncultivated state. WXXI's Jasmine Singer has the story. A stunning piece of land complete with old-growth forest spreading across one mile along the Genesee River has a dedicated group of volunteers committed to rewilding the parts of that expanse made up of fields. One of our goals is to have a field where birds that 
need to nest in fields would have a place to go because those are the most endangered. That's Janet Chase, the vice president of the Rush Recreation and Park Association, or RPA, which has been named stewards of that land. And so the group got to work. We began planting trees with the help of volunteers about a year ago, and we have a lot of different trees. We have red maple, we have hackberry, we have red oak, we have one pawpaw, we have sugar maple, birch, tulip tree, white pine, balsam fir, Douglas fir, and all kinds of bushes. RPA received an in-kind grant from the U.S. Forest Service with support from Monroe County Soil and Water and the Department of Environmental Conservation. The in-kind grant took the shape of 480 trees to be planted over three or four seasons. That's a lot of trees. And the plan is to plant 160 of them this fall with the help of volunteers, says Chase. Volunteers she's actively seeking. We want to have this be a showcase for native plants. And there's other places that do that, but we hope to have forums and workshops right on the land about this, as well as being able to have this very healing walking through the forest that everyone can go there for recreation. Jasmine Singer, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.